Hello, everyone, and welcome to Monster Hour. I'm Quinn, your GM. With me today are Hannah. Hello, hello, and Seasons Greasons. I'm Hannah, and I play Max the Paradox. Tio. <laughs> that was terrifying. Hello, good day. My name is Tio. I play Claire Claremont, the Forgotten Vessel. And Kyle. Ho, ho, yuck. <laughs> this ain't a holiday special. It's just a very normal episode like we usually do. And I'm Kyle, and I play Yunkin, Oliver, and Duncan, and Duncan, and Dankin, and Deacon, the Vox Populi. <laughs> We're recording this around the holidays, but you know this is going to come out later, right? <laughs> All yeah. of you? Yeah. So? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Christmas great. in July. Happy okay. Hanukkah in November. Happy Kwanzaa in March. <laughs> All right. I don't know what okay. I'm doing. Go on. All right. We're going to get started now. <laughs> we open on the not-so-forsaken community pool, where the vibes are, to put it simply, immaculate. All around, there are toy soldiers sipping tiki drinks, cannonballing into the water, and playing beach volleyball Top Gun style. Grippy and C-Mac are leading a poolside conga line while Dankin slings drinks behind a hastily erected cabana. Jackie reclines in a giant pool floaty while sipping a comically oversized Mai Tai through a crazy straw. And overhead, enormous tentacles of colorful foam and inflated plastic whip back and forth wildly as the pool kraken either parties down or fumes impotently at the brazen partying below. Unclear. Duncan, Claire, and Max. The three of you have rendezvoused here in the aftermath of your showdown with Maxity, who emerged from the radio dial and snatched Elodie's place here on the timeline. Max was ultimately able to prevent her from reaching the time reserve by tangling her up in the back alley, but the team effort did cost Claire and Duncan another fracture each. Duncan spent some time existing as a radio wave before returning to his body with an acute connection to his alter egos. Claire, meanwhile, got pulled in for another Rudy confab where he chided her for doing a bad job of keeping herself alive and told her it was almost time. Upon leaving the station, the two of you saw a brand new pine tree sprouting up through the asphalt of Main Street. And now you're rendezvoused here at the pool party. Hold on, I just I just want to retcon really quick that without any explanation, Claire does have an old-fashioned with Lefroy in it in her hand. Okay. okay. Where did the Lefroy come from? Don't ask the questions. Real the real world Lefroig. Yes. Yeah, I was going to say the real world Lefroig. Yes. Um, or is it, what's a somewhere? Leapfrog. 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 <laughs> oh, my God. Lefraud. It, Le it has a frog in the bottle. Lefrog. I like that. <laughs> Lefrog. You got to catch the bottle because the frog's still alive. It's not dead. Yep. Yep. Good. <laughs> okay, so we're at the pool. The three of you have arrived to see this brazen display of partying mm -hmm. at the newly filled community pool. I slide up to a chair by Dankin's cabana bar. He slides a daiquiri down the bar and it hits a couple weird spots and almost falls over because this is a makeshift bar. Almost spills, but arrives safely in your hand. Phew. I just kind of like lean an elbow very heavily on the table and be like, oh boy, thanks, Dankin. You're a lifesaver. Oh yeah, no problem. And you're a cucumber water chaser for that? Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> Next time, maybe. Duncan, as you approach and remain in proximity to Duncan, you feel a resonance, like a reverb, similar to how you felt with some of the other Duncans in the past. But since your experience 
for lack of a better term, as a frequency or a radio wave, or perhaps even part of WSOM or the ambassador of WSOM, it's hard to explain. It's like two magnets almost. Pulling towards each other? Yes. Oh, uh, grip the table. (laughs) Hold on. Try to push away. Whoa. Every word, every action you make and that Dankin makes, it's like you're attached with marionette strings almost. Like anytime he moves, you feel a tug. And anytime he speaks, you feel the reverb or the echo of his words vibrating against your skin and humming in your ears. Whoa. We in sync lift up daiquiris and take a sip. Radical, man. Hey, should we like... Holds a, f- a finger out. Um, I don't, I don't know about that it got pretty weird last time i touched another duncan come on man it'll be pretty wild though like i feel this connection between us duncan's eyes are like really big and a little bloodshot <laughs> uh what's in this deck or can i try to push away from the table sure yeah i'm not black holed into this <laughs> no duncan. no it's great, great, great yeah it's not like sucking you in it's it's just a constant tug that's a cool idea there, Dankin. I got to finish this drink first and let me just confer with my allies real quick. We just went through a lot and I think there's quite a bit to debrief. <laughs> you turn back around to see that the conga line that's being led by Grippy and C-Mac has bisected you from your allies. Oh, <laughs> who else is in the conga line? Oh, uh, it's all toy soldiers. <laughs> oh, it's all little toy soldiers. Okay, I step over the conga line. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Great. Yeah, the toy soldiers are everywhere partying down. That's a solvable problem. I watch my step, but I step over the conga line and go back to Max and Claire. Max, you made it. Where's Big Sword? Not here. Good. I don't know why I'm being coy with you. Um, (laughs) Yeah, I was going to be like, hold up. Yes, I am keep. It's a a secret, Duncan. Secret. Do we not want Jackie to know? Is this a secret from, no, from our good fine. friend and confidant Jackie, who saved no, our butts no. a couple times? She did. Quinn, has Duncan been out to the gas station to see the bus? I don't think so. I mean, not I'm sure Duncan would... is aware of the gas station. <laughs> Duncan is familiar yeah. of the gas station. Okay. I'm aware of the gas station, but I don't think on camera has been there. Okay. So, uh, Duncan, you, you know the gas station that's, like, right at the outskirts Ooh. of town? Yeah, lots of disappearances there. Yeah, and the, the the fact that you can't go into the gas station? That's what the report is. Put her there. Oh. So if you're in the gas station, can you get out of the gas station? I mean, I think it's probably a temporary fix, but okay. I needed a little bit of a reprieve because I'm hurting a little bit. And oh. also, she is... Big and scary. She's a bigger, scarier version of me. And I don't know. I need a breather to kind of like think about what my next plan of action is. Because she wants the time reserve. She's going to take it. That's probably bad for us. Pretty sure. Our whole world will die. Hmm. Jackie's paddled over to the side of the pool mm-hmm. in her floaty. Did you say that somebody else is after the time reserve now? Yes. Oh, yeah. Jackie Max's. Max. Max's? Max. Uh, Ma- Maxady, I think she said. You see all the Duncans here? Do you, you see uh-huh, all the yeah. right? Duncan does sling a, a pretty mean drink, though. Duncan stops, like, touching his own fingers and waves. So far, there seems to be only one. Well, I'm. it's a bit of a reductive word. Kind of but two. One bad Duncan, oh. and that's Deacon. Whereas all versions of me seem to be. Well, I haven't seen a me version that's Dankin, 
or Hyunkin. I have seen versions of me that are not great, and the version of me that we just saw, she wants the time reserve, and she's going to take it, and if she takes it, this world will collapse in on itself. But and if you thought Max's sword was big, whoo. Yes, yeah, it's really big sword. Even bigger? You don't even know. Yeah. Not even is it longer, but it's really thick. Yeah. Like the yeah. girth on this sword is incredible. That seems like impractical, frankly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you think she's coming here? I did a time thing and I put her next to the gas station, but that's not going to stop her. It's just going to slow her down. And unfortunately, like me... She learns. And so the next time around, I don't know, I'm going to need more help or something. And Elodie is gone? That doesn't seem very good. No. no. But I mean, Elodie was me. And so like the loss just feels very personal to me. But yeah, I could use some reinforcements. Perhaps beefing up the security around the time reserve. If she's anything like me, she can... And probably can smell that time reserve, too. Smell it? Yeah. Didn't she kind of know where it was? So, you know how sharks can, like, sense magnetic pulses in the water through their magic shark noses? Does anybody know what I'm talking about? Uh, Did nobody have a hyperfixation about sharks when they were a child? Did you say magic sharks? No, real sharks. What's a shark? (laughs) (laughs) It's the opposite of a jet. She she can't smell it, but she can sense it. Okay. She can sense the time reserve. Like, I can sense the time reserve. Like, right now, it feels real nice. Feels like getting a hug from time. It feels like I want a hug. The metronome. Mm. I want to hug it. I want to hug it. I mean, Max, do you want it? You can hold it for a little while if you want it. It's not like the ring or anything. You can can have it. It's okay. Okay. Yes. I would like to hold the time reserve. Max can hold it. Okay. Jackie, like, underhands it to you. Oh, no. <laughs> okay, and I catch it. I catch it. Don't make me roll for this, Quinn. No. Quinn. Quinn. It's an underhand <laughs> toss. <laughs> okay. Jackie would never right. hurt your okay. precious. <laughs> okay, good. But, yeah, that's the information that I have about Maxity, the bad version of me that has a giant sword, even bigger than mine. I should add, while this conversation's happening, that the pool Kraken's dozen-plus tentacles are writhing and flailing and whipping back and forth wildly overhead. I mean, is it having a good time, or is it having a bad time? Yeah, like, what kind of... It is unclear if it is partying (laughs) or trying to destroy you and unable to do so. Mm. Hey, Jackie? Uh, yeah? Is that... Pool Kraken usually more of a concern than we're treating it right now? Uh, well, we've got the heart of the Kraken, so. Get, can't get close to the heart of the Kraken? That kind of seems to be, like, the situation, yeah. Does it want the heart back? Oh, probably, yeah. Okay, okay. But I said okay. I couldn't have it, so, you know. Sure. Where's the heart? Jackie holds up the heart of the Kraken, which she recovered from the Department of Unlicensing, in her hand. Should we give it back, or is that, like, a... Not yet. Okay. I think there's maybe, I'm trying to piece together a possible idea around hiding the time reserve while we're doing other stuff inside the Kraken, because you can't into the Kraken, and the Kraken would make it fairly difficult to reach it (laughs) conventional means. 
Yeah, that Kraken's going to fight, although, you know, we don't want to come back to giant calamari rings. I mean, that's true. There's also the question of how do we get it back if we let the Kraken. If we give it to the Kraken. If the Kraken eats it, then we have the same. We have the same. It is very difficult to get it back, but we encounter the exact same issue. But at the same time, isn't that better than them getting it? Mm, Debatable. I suppose. In that state, the world's not burning down. We we solve a Maxity problem, but we still have a Rudy problem. Yeah. Hold on a second. Kraken, open up. <laughs> and the surface of the water at the not-so-forsaken community pool begins to bubble and swirl like a current's running through it. And in the very center, a whirlpool begins to form. Hmm. Jackie quickly levers herself out of the, the floaty and like gets out. <laughs> Order of operations. <laughs> and and the few toy soldiers that were in there get out as well. And this whirlpool descends downward to, you can see the base of the pool where you can see like a large grate and it opens. Oh. And inside, rather than a pipe, you see a multicolored plastic and foam maw. Oh, it's like that Sarlacc pit down at the bottom of the yeah, pool. Yeah, big Sarlacc pit energy. Jackie, you've got a Kraken safety deposit box. This is incredible. I mean, I can keep the mouth open if you want to put it in there. Okay. It shouldn't. Hey, don't don't eat anyone. And you see the tentacles flail wildly again. Okay. If you want to put it in there, it's on you. I think that's a good idea. Claire, what do you think? Claire like kind of swishes her drink around and she now also has a scarf with snowmen on it for no apparent reason. Mm-hmm. There's a bunch of toy soldiers running back and forth delivering Claire items. <laughs> yes, that is 100% what's happening. Uh, and she takes a sip. That sounds like an excellent idea. And then she raises her glass in like a toast to you for the idea. I guess it was technically Hyunkin who no. had Duncan. Duncan's on a tour of the town. Duncan's in the scene are Duncan and Dankin. Okay, yeah, so d- it was Duncan or Dankin. You all look the same. Maybe like to me. an Xfinity who's in the scene tracker. <laughs> yeah. Well, I just know it was one of your characters. Yes. <laughs> and she like nods in the direction of the Duncan verse for the idea. Duncan gives a very serious nod, and the camera rack focuses to Dankin behind him, looking super jealous. <laughs> He, he goes, oh, and he starts practicing his old fashions. <laughs> oh, no, I think Dakin like runs up and grabs the or like the he doesn't grab. Out. He's not that brave, but he's like, I'll put it in, man. I could do it. Claire, Claire, I could do it. I could deliver the time reserve to the maw of the Kraken. Yeah. He's got his hands outstretched. Come on, give me. Is he trying to impress? Yes. <laughs> yes. Give me, come on, let me, I can do it. You got, trust me, I'm very, I can do it. I can do this. D- Duncan, should we trust him? Uh, uh, Duncan <laughs> takes a look at the mashing, gnashing plastic maw. Oh, I, I suppose. Just toss it though, dang. Like you don't have to walk in there, right? Don't miss. The big hole. I suppose if any of us got a, like cornhole skills, it's probably Duncan. All right, Duncan, I'm trusting you. I look at him and I make uncomfortable eye contact with him. <sighs> and I kind of look over the back of my shoulder at the sword and then I look back at him. He holds your eye contact unblinkingly. Okay. All right. Well, 
You know, Dankin, here's your chance to shine, buddy. Quivering slightly. <laughs> okay. All right. Okay. Okay. Just be, be careful with it. And I hand him the time reserve. Oh, boy. Dankin takes possession of the time reserve. And swoops, no, <laughs> into the floor. That would be terrifying no. and also very funny. Man, that would be wild. No. no, he stares at it though for a while, and I think his mouth moves, but no sounds come out, uh-huh. and he starts walking very slowly to the edge of the pool. No, you know when you, as like a kid, line up for a like a free throw in basketball or something, and you like squat and swing the ball between your legs. Um, is that is that I was kind in of swim team? So that metaphor doesn't <laughs> that shared collective memory does not apply. So to you me. know how in breaststroke you do little frog kicks. Yes. Imagine you're doing those, but you're standing up and you're holding a ball like down below you, and you go, huh, huh, huh. Sure. And he goes, hey up. And it sails through the air uh-huh. in a parabolic arc. Quinn. And yeah. lands in the mouth of the pool kraken, and it disappears. <gasps> Touchdown! Yep. Good job, buddy. All right, close up shop. Dankin goes around for high fives. A bunch of the toy soldiers high five him. High five, Max. High five. Sure. Max, so high five. Mac. Claire, come yep. on. High, high five. five. Good. Claire, okay. Nice. Good high five. Duncan, high five. Oh. Yeah. Duncan, you and Duncan high five. And from your perspective, from what you perceive, there is a small fission reaction as your hands touch. And that reverb hits a fever pitch where your consciousness ceases to exist like when you were pulled into the radio wave of WSOM. And when it stops, you have two sets of eyes that you see out of. Oh no. Both sets blink and stare into each other. Oh no. (laughs) Yep. Oh. And they both reach with both hands and they both touch their own noses and they both rub their own tummies and they turn to the rest of you and in one voice they say, I feel kind of weird. Uh, Duncan? Yeah? Dun- Duncan? Uh, also, uh, wait, yeah? Uh, well, there's there's still two of you. Oh, I got a headache. Oh. But there seems ow, to ow, be ow, a bit ow, of a... Ow. Oh, oh, hold on. You know what we should do? Hey, who else is here? We got Duncan, Duncan. Claire. Hyunkin is out touring the sites. Do we have another Duncan here? Those are the only two Doppel Duncans. Damn. Okay. So we're going to have to find another Duncan and have you guys high five. Because... Are you sure? You seem to have a hive brain thing going on here. There's still two of them, right, Quinn? Yeah. They haven't, like, been merged. Duncan and Duncan still stand before you, but their actions appear to be in perfect synchronicity. Mm. We're wait, all wait. rubbing our forehead and patting our belt. Wait, wait, wait. Really quick. Think of a number between one and ten. Say it out loud. Seven. Mm. Whoa, that's that mm. cool. Can you run away from each other? Yes. We both go, yeah, pretty sure. And we we turn and we run one and a half steps into each other. <laughs> no, hold on. Wait a minute. Oh, God. Okay. Oh, no. It's like, hold on. No, it's mirrored. Wait, it's mirrored. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. Left. left. We turn and we both run 10 steps to the left. Parallel. Parallel. Mm. Okay. Wait, that's not. Okay. This is going to. Okay. Never this mind. Is weird. We you, understand. We, we've gotten it. He- yes. What? Help. She hands Duncan her drink and goes, Duncan, you hold this. Duncan now holds an old-fashioned and a daiquiri. 
Yes. <laughs> so that I can I can tell okay. you apart. This is probably a good idea. I'm just oh, gonna. Okay, hold on. Both of. Look, glup, yeah, what glup, are you glup, tasting? Glup. If you both drink the same thing, what are you tasting? What does it taste like? And here's the rest of the episode. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> no, this is great. Keep going. Yeah, Duncan takes a big gulp of the very Lafrogian old fashioned, mm-hmm. and Danky goes, mm-hmm. Oh, that's Petey. As it should be. Duncan pokes Duncan. But Dankin also pokes back and their fingers just touch perfectly a couple times in midair. Whoa. High five each other. See what happens. Maybe it'll go back. Okay. So we both raise up our right hand each and we very kind of clumsily swing them at the exact same time. But it is perfect high five contact. And you're still. The the perfect high five echoes throughout the swimming (laughs) swimming pool. Yep. Okay. (laughs) Even the Kraken's impressed. They're still bonded. Yep. Yeah, it's kind of kind of weird because, like, I know all this stuff about radio broadcasting now, and I didn't really think I cared about that earlier. And I know way too much about birds. <laughs> Honestly, that seems like an improvement. I would like to know more about birds. Same. For example, are they real? You want Maybe it'll work again. You want to high five, Max? I high five. Two Duncan hands go up. I just high five one of them. It's a great high five. The yellow one looks a little taken aback. What happens, Quinn? It's a great high five. It's great. It's, great. it's good. Okay. All right. Well, I still know the same amount that I knew before about birds, which again is, are they real or are they a creation of the government to spy on us? Or both? Well, see, that's an interesting question, right? Because like which government would create the birds? And we think first off, well, probably the city council, but birds have been around for a really long time. Sorry, pretty. <laughs> So maybe it was the legendary bureaucracy before the bureaucracy, the pre-rocracy, but we don't really, we can't, we can't, we mustn't talk about it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That has to be a letter exchange only. Well, Claire, do you have any fun experiments that you want to make them try? Like, I don't know, licking a battery or... You got one? For some reason, I vibe with that. Hmm. Claire, Claire, you got any... Otherwise, I'm just going to keep making them do tricks for like another five minutes. Well, it's certainly a bad thing, but maybe we, we, yes, I'm positive. Nothing, no change to bodily form in this world right now is a good thing. So I'm tempted to try to slot this in on the priority level underneath a lot of the other stuff. Okay. All right. Okay. And maybe we actually use it to our advantage. Yeah, while you were talking, the two Duncans are at the edge of the pool. We gaze wistfully out at the surface of the sea, and we both look at each other and go, the same memories of him, huh? Yeah, that's kind of weird, huh? Oh, no. See, this is what I mean. It's never a good thing. Duncans? Bizarre, huh? hmm? At all? What? Uh, it, it's, it strikes me that we might want to have some... Think of yourselves as synchronized swimmers. You want to have a couple of routines in the bag, and presumably you can teach the others as they appear. So maybe we have a a code word for join forces and maybe a code word for separate so that if we need to, in a quick moment, you all have a preset pattern so that we don't get whatever this is. And she kind of just like waves generally at the last 10 minutes where you all tried to run away from each other and couldn't. (laughs) The Duncan's on go like, yeah, okay, good idea. They turn to each other. Let's see who's going to go right. Shoot for it. Okay. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Uh, Rock. 
okay. pretty much instantly. Is it a good hug? Is it a good hug? It's a good hug. It's a good hug. It's synchronous. It's like, it's it, like yeah. wrapping a big gravity blanket around you. <laughs> when Maxity right. emerges from the gas station, this is right now a good safe spot for it to be. It'll take it a while to find it and get past Pool Kraken. Does Pool Kraken have sploot? Jackie's gotten back in the pool with her floaty and my tie. She's like, I mean, I'm not really planning on going anywhere, so we're oh, happy okay. to you know, <laughs> okay. so keep an eye on the situation here. Give us a ping if Maxity arrives here, I suppose, but I don't think, Max, you should be here. Yeah, No, I, I don't think so either. If Maxity's got any sort of vibe like I do with the other Duncans, you might be even easier for Maxity to find than the time reserve. Yeah, that's entirely possible as well. So we should either go or... Max, do you want to see what the pool Kraken's insides are like? Do we need to protect Max? No, no, I don't really want to be inside the pool Kraken. I, thank you for thinking of me, Duncan. I'm okay, still workshopping what listen, we're going to Listen, I know, I'm, I've, I've got ideas coming out all the time. I got like two minds in one here. It's like yep. double, the, double the good ideas. Yep, yep, yeah, yeah, understood. But I don't want to be inside the Kraken, so okay. we should put on our skates and... Boogie. Let's go. Hey folks, Quinn here. Thanks so much for tuning into episode 40 of Monster Hour Absurdia. I hope you're enjoying this incredibly goof-heavy episode as much as we enjoyed recording it. I promise I snuck a little bit of narrative development into the second half. You know, as a treat. Hey, speaking of goofs, is there someone in your life who enjoys a good goof? Someone who appreciates long-form narrative storytelling? Someone with a penchant for dice-related hijinks? Perhaps even someone with ears? If they have one or more of those things, they might enjoy Monster Hour. Word of mouth really is the best way to introduce new folks to the show, and we really appreciate your help in spreading the word. A special shout-out this week to the newest members of WSOM's Eternal Pledge Drive, Alex and Clutterbook. A huge thank you to all of our patrons for helping to make the show possible and bring you awesome bonus content. We just released the first half of our ARC-5 bloopers, which are a real treat because you get to hear us slowly forget how to play, communicate, and generally function in real time. If you're looking for a good laugh, you can head to patreon.com slash monsterhour or follow the link in the show notes. That's all we have for you this week, dear listeners. Tune in February 6th for the next broadcast of WSOM Radio Somewhere. Where to, you three? Or four? Yep. Yes. Or three? Question mark? <sighs> Question mark? We are going to go check on the bus. Okay. And it only took us 30 seconds to come up with that idea. <laughs> <laughs> yep, for sure. <laughs> yep. Yeah, no questions asked. Or the pieces of that that will probably inevitably be edited into this episode. Ian, don't you dare blow up our spot like that. Okay, sorry, go on. So the good news is you're already in the back alley and it doesn't take you very long to arrive at the central market where you see the bus parked. Claire now has a very stylish looking beer hat on, uh, but it has what you can only imagine is her signature hot cocoa mix, which has a lot of um, special ingredients that help your hair grow. <laughs> hot, hot cocoa. Hot cocoa. Claire pulls out her sploot and shoots off a DM to Mina being like, hey, FYI, no big deal. 
and then in parentheses, kind of, out of parentheses. There's a being named Maxity. It's a whole thing. Also, the Duncans are kind of doing a Power Rangers morph into one thing. Also not a big deal, question mark. Thought I'd keep you posted. Okay, thanks. Bye. Duncan if you have- Olive Voltron? Yes. No. Dunktron. <laughs> P.S. If you have suggestions, would love and appreciate the advice. Hugs and kisses. So Mina definitely does not have a sploot. So I assume you're sending this to like at somewhere city council. Yep. Yeah. Great. Okay. Very good. Hashtag (laughs) praise B. I'm trying to be cute. Oh, that's very nice. (laughs) The whole back alley quivers and shakes a little bit, almost like it got hit with a hammer. Oh. And that happens like one or two more times and then it stops. Yeah. Like being hit with a giant sword? Like being hit by five black pillars trying to find trying yes. to find us oh, okay i shoot off another message going mina comma at city council chill we'll come to you eventually it's another hammer <laughs> would appreciate a dm you should really consider getting on sploot it's for the best interest of transparency it's like five more hammers okay thanks bye <laughs> All of the like networks of buildings and tunnels have like constricted. The back alley is extremely claustrophobic as the city council presumably is hammering down from the moon overhead. So dramatic. I think you need to stop splitting. She clearly knows. Not very helpful with the responses though. Quinn, I would like to get on the bus and just make sure everything looks okay. Yeah, sure. You hop on board the bus, and as usual, as soon as you step on board, all you can see out the windows is this empty expanse with the little motes of light. Max, give me a roll to assess reality. All right. While this is happening, Duncan's going to go to the front of the bus and introduce the bus to Duncan. (laughs) Okay. That's a 12. Okay. I'm not going to actually have you spend these holds. This bus is trapped. You notice as you're ready to step past the driver's seat onto the bus that the like metal plating has been turned into like a makeshift bear trap. So if oh. you stepped on it, it would cause significant pain and restraint. Oh, okay. so the, the bus isn't trapped as in like it's stuck here, but it has The been... bus has turned itself into a trap. Someone has installed traps on the bus. Yeah, probably oh. Deacon. This feels very Deacon. Yeah. Okay. You also notice that underneath the steering wheel, there's a kind of peculiar looking device. And you recall that in your fight with Deacon, he shot something into the undercarriage of the bus. Mm-hmm. You're not sure exactly what it does, but it doesn't look great. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, I guess I got to disable the bear trap and see if there's any other traps. Check for traps. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, that was your assess reality roll, basically. Okay. Now slide yep. a hand yep. to use thieves tools. Okay. I'm not going to make you roll. You know, now that you've noticed it, you mm-hmm. can easily I can, okay. disable it. Okay. And then looking underneath whatever's going on, whatever Deacon did, what is the upshot of that and how do I fix it? This device appears to be like a temporal boot. Okay. Uh, the yeah. bus isn't going anywhere. I comfort the bus in the in the front. Well, here's the thing. If there's a temporal boot on the bus, that could also slow down Maxity. Indeed. If we get the boot off the bus and boot Maxity. (laughs) I pat the bus gently on the dash and I go, I know, I know. I'm sorry for letting Deacon put this trap in you. But this temporal boot might not be the worst thing. It's only temporary. We will be able to take it off. But for right now, I don't want anybody taking you. 
I'm sorry. I should have kept a closer eye on you. Do you forgive me, boss? There's a low hum of the engine. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. I'm reading the sign on the outside of the bus, Max. It says, outcome unclear. Ask again later. (laughs) 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 Okay. All right. We'll come back to it. But there's a boot on it. So the bus isn't going anywhere. Mm-hmm. Not temporally. I bet I could drive it a little bit, but just like honk, honk like a regular bus. Yeah. So what do you folks think about maybe just leaving that there for now? If we're worried about Maxity using the bus to leave, yep, it blocks that. If we're worried about mm-hmm. Maxity finding the bus and taking pieces from it or damaging it in some way, then it's dicey. She's yeah. going to want the whole thing. She's going to want the bus. Didn't you want the heart of the bus at some point? Not mm-hmm. me. Claire. I wanted the heart of the bus. You wanted to. Yeah, the, Rudy. that was Walker's oh. slash Rudy's first charge. Dude. That's, that's right. right. Wanted, that's right. Rudy wanted you to eat the heart of the bus, but you, mm-hmm. Max wanted pieces from the bus oh, for I your watch. I don't remember why. Why does Rudy ask for things? <laughs> well, not for good reasons. I think at one point, Elodie informed you that destroying or killing the bus would prevent the traveler from going back. Yes. Yeah, that's yeah. true. So I guess if we're confident in our abilities, we can leave the bus <laughs> How confident do we what all a, feel? Um, what a qualifier. <laughs> not very confident. Oh, Look, no. I want to be stuff. positive. But Roll plus confidence. I have history on my side. <laughs> Is confidence face fear here's or the, Here's hoodwink. the thing. Where would we take the bus? Where can we hide the bus? Well, my thought is the bus can like temporally shift around a lot. It was pretty hard to catch the bus. The first time. The first time. Oh, so maybe we take the boot off it and let it go. And then when we need it again, we build a bus stop. Yeah. Like we take the bus stops. I mean, it was fairly destructive, but it's an option. I mean, what is destructive at this point? The timeline is going to hell. Sure. (laughs) It was just like holes in houses and people being run over and stuff. But people are going to be annihilated. I feel like we can we can accept a couple of casualties. I feel like I know exactly how Claire votes on every single trolley problem. <laughs> oh, yes. Oh, Claire is all about just like, you know, she's the Kantian through well, and through. Individual lives mean nothing to Claire. <laughs> nope. Yeah. Honestly, nope. anyone's lives except um, her own and the people she likes. It's easy to be utilitarian <laughs> if you don't care about any specific person. Claire would throw the switch if there was a snack involved for her. Well, here's the twist on the trolley problem. Claire, you're on the trolley and you got to get to where it's going. <laughs> yes. You're forgetting that Claire is like a strange combination of a, like she's a Kantian nihilist, which is absurd, but somehow is her opinion. Getting the deep philosophical background on Claire's mm-hmm. problem. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Yeah. Well, yes. who do you think taught Kant all the... she had a brief thing back in the day yeah they were kind of a couple Uh, was that before or after Nietzsche oh god oh no (laughs) they call me a philosophical muse (laughs) okay so the plan is we're gonna take the boot off of the bus and then we're gonna let the bus run free yes Yes, but can we, I mean, I know it's not an agreement with the bus, but can we tell the bus, like, when we call you, we need you, like, like, let's be a team? I can certainly ask it. I think it trusts me. And maybe tell the bus to stay out of trouble. Yeah. Don't worry about if we remove the bus stop so you blip back it. They're coming back. Don't worry. Yes, we will reassure it that 
Yes. And maybe and maybe when we take the boot off, we can keep it and it still works and we can put it on something else. That'd be nice. Um, that's a good Quit. idea. How big is it? So boot is a colloquialism. What it actually is, is like a spear, which appears to have embedded in the electronics beneath the driver seat and spiked in. Mm-hmm. So main spear and then like a bunch of flanges that have rooted in and you can see like small wires, almost like tiny white silver mushroom fibers. Those have sort of woven into the bus. So okay. Okay. to be frank, it looks pretty complicated. Pretty well integrated. You can try to rip it off. I can guarantee you that the device won't work anymore. Sure. Uh-huh. You risk, you know, potential damage to the bus, but mm-hmm. we mm-hmm. will let the dice determine that. Okay, I think we should take it off the bus. I don't have anything for this, Max. You're the time expert. All right, let's do it. Okay, Quinn. As a fan of your characters, what? one person knows how to take this off. Oh, Gitzes. Uh, Who put it on? No, it's Deacon. Oh, freaking Deacon. Deacon. Yeah, okay. We got to find our Duncans. <laughs> Listen, you're welcome to rip it off. It's yeah. going to be a roll, no, and that's, that's... you know, bad things will happen <laughs> if it goes badly. Okay. All right, I guess we got to go find more Duncans. Fucking let's find Deacon. I go, Max, Fuck. you're the expert in time. Wait a minute. <laughs> so am I. Just not yet. Yeah. Claire okay. is sipping from her head. Drink. Head. Wait, what? She's <laughs> wearing a beer what? hat. Yeah, from oh, my right. beer, oh, beer hat. hat. I forgot about the beer hat. Yep. Claire is drinking you gotta, from her you head. Gotta clarify. The beer hat. <laughs> Thank you. A, he takes a sip from your hat. Yes, which is on her head. Listen, <laughs> mm-hmm. you could be sipping from all sorts of things. Uh, Duncan finishes his daiquiri and puts it in the cup holder of the bus. Like, I'm going to be back for that. <laughs> Okay, you put your empty drink in the cup. Oh my God. <laughs> uh, okay. okay, let's go find Deacon. Duncan, you're the expert. I know where he is. Is he in a place that sucks? Duncan, give me a roll to find my Assess reality. Okay. Seven plus one, eight. Hold one. Where's Deacon. Wow, it's crazy that I included that on the list of questions. I was wondering, Quinn. I was like, when is this ever going <laughs> to come up? Who it's is? It's on my sheet, too, for some reason. Deacon? I knew. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, uh, what's my best route to Deacon? Yeah. Where do we think Deacon is? Man, he's gone off to skulk and find himself and think about stuff. But also plan and scheme. Also plan and plot. I wonder if he went to the library. Maybe, but he's probably underground, too. He's probably sticking back alley places. You know where he is? The abandoned parking garage below City Hall. Oh, that's also very good. But you know where I think he is? Yeah, where? Mm-hmm. The gas station. Yeah, that's oh, probably right no. as well. Oh, no, Quinn! Yeah. Quinn! Look, Quinn no. doesn't decide where at, Deacon at a is. Gas station. Oh, wait. Yes, he does. <laughs> oh, wait. <laughs> Oh, wait, Quinn. he's the keeper. Quinn, it's the holiday season. <laughs> yeah. Quinn. Oh, I won't let you rip out the boot. Oh, you got to go so, find Deacon. Oh, he's where well. you left your enemy. <laughs> Claire gonna... is wearing a holiday uh, A holiday scarf. beer hat? <laughs> no, 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 no. The beer hat is 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 fancy, not holiday themed. But, she, but Claire is wearing a scarf with... 
a snowman on it. It's, <laughs> it's the holiday spirit. It's going to be like January 23rd. <laughs> I don't care. We're time time is literally changeable in our plot. Are you telling me that I can't be wearing holiday gear any time of year? That's true. This ain't no That's special. That's what he's saying. All right. So the gas station. Duncan. Yep. You open your consciousness to the frequencies of the universe, and specifically the frequencies of yourself. You can feel Duncan and Hyunkin at WSOM, mm-hmm. and you feel Deacon at the abandoned gas station <sighs> at the edge of town. It gave you time to change your answer, Quinn. Both Duncan look at each other and look at the rest of the group, and at the same time they say, We got, got him. You're not going to like this. Because I know we like talked about where we wanted to go and you really didn't want to go here. You know, do you remember Do you remember that part? Don't I get do mad. Remember it. it was like 10 minutes ago, I think. Don't get mad. Okay, I'm not going to get mad. <laughs> Deacon is at the rundown gas station, the one at the edge of town. God damn it. So we can go there? We could go there and I could stay hidden. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Jackie yeah, has a lot of very go, good nose disguises. You can high five Deacon and then we skedaddle. Yeah. I don't know if I have to high five him per se, but it's probably good to kind of stick to what we know works. God, this is like an endless fetch quest. Okay. All right. Let's go to the gas station. I'm enjoying this plan less and less as it goes on. Soon Quinn is going to be like, also, now you need to fist fight the moon because the moon is That's there. That's like an episode 55 sort of thing. We'll get there. What episode are we on? 40? 40. 40. Oh, Maybe God, an episode okay. 41 sort of thing. We'll get there. You know, and then the other Maxes are going to be there for some reason. So it's going to be maximum chaos. Oh, boy. Get it? Oh, yeah. Who's who's that? <laughs> That's my pun, Sona. Who said that? Who said, who said that? That's, That's my pun, Sona. Elodie, are you back? <laughs> Incredible! It's the bus. It's the that's yep, the bu- the, that's the bus's that's voice. That's the bus's <laughs> real voice. Oh boy! Horrible! Is the bus like yeah. the Kool Aid picture? <laughs> yes. Yeah, but yes. like s- slowed down. Oh yeah. <laughs> that's somehow worse. Worse. It's so much yeah. worse. Definitely, hundred <laughs> percent. All right. Okay. Uh, okay. Quinn. We're going to the we're, gas station. We're going to the fucking gas station. Okay. I didn't go there and pass out earlier, so I don't know what the, all the fuss is about. I mean, I know Maxity's there, but I kind of figured <laughs> Maxity might not be there anymore. Let's hope. Unless Maxity oh and Deacon God, have they're working teamed together. Oh my oh God, no. they teamed up. Oh no. And there's no Claire with them? <laughs> See, that's what they forgot. That's the one thing they're missing. That's our edge. Uh. We have a Claire. Oh, man, what if they did team up? We have the Claire. Quinn, sh- no. Hannah, Quinn, oh, said no. Oh, no. No, Quinn. Oh, no. No, oh, no. it wouldn't make sense. Deacon hates the Traveler. Yeah. Okay. Tempting. Very tempting. But it doesn't make logical sense. <laughs> Narratively. Right. It's That's a juicy. fanfic for later. Fanfic for later. Let's go. The three of you exit the back alley. And I think you can see in the distance five sartorial columns descending down over the WSOM station. As you arrive at a different station, the gas station. At the outskirts of town, a single two-lane road heading off into the distance. Sybil Fields to the left and to the right. There's a handful of broken down cars and buses and vehicles that are rusting away in front of a small building. 
above which stands a neon sign which inexplicably, despite the dilapidated state of everything around it, continues to flicker. Always flicker. Gas. What do you do? Should we call out? Dude, where did I'm, you put Max? I'm hiding. I am staying hidden behind something. Max. Psst. Max. So, where, did you, where, psst. where did you put Maxity? I just put her here. I didn't. I don't see Maxity. Yeah, the, the, we're, we're not looking for. Her. You go look for for Deacon. Okay. Wait, are we? Are we? Hold on. As a fan of our characters, yeah. Are we being sleuthy at all? Like sneaky? Yeah. I assume you all are standing a distance away, kind of looking at this small structure, the gas station. Okay. In my head, we're standing a fair ways away, and Max is like crouched behind a tire or think- like a box, and you're carrying it in front of you. Claire kind of sighs and goes, Should I be bait? Should I be a distraction? Deacon barely knows me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go, Claire. I'm worried about yeah. walking. You guys said you walked up and passed out last time. Yes. Yeah, don't go near the actual station itself. Mm-hmm. Like, don't. But okay. everywhere around it's fine. Duncan's, you're some distance away, but you do feel like a vague sort of pit in your stomach, kind of like a gnawing fear that's climbing up your esophagus, almost like heartburn. You've noticed that as you've drawn closer. Ugh. Okay. I'm feeling now what y'all were talking about. This place kind of sucks. Max and Clara, you feel it too, but it's familiar to you. Okay. Just like call out, just like say his name, get him over but, here. Yes, you just have to high five him. Claire sneaks away from you all for a sec and jumps out from another part of the bushes or whatever uh. you're hiding behind and just starts dancing and is just doing like a slow dancing maneuver nearby, <laughs> waiting to see if anything <laughs> happens. And if it doesn't, then she will start literally calling out for Deacon. But first. Right. Where, you know, Max, where did Claire go? Who's that over there? I've never seen Claire dance before. <laughs> Who's that? Can't be Claire. Claire oh, no. is a horrific dancer, by the way. Claire, just, <laughs> mm-hmm. Claire's <laughs> only do- version of dancing that was tracks. back in her day. So her dancing is like an old oh, okay. waltz, but she was never good at it. And she's off tempo. So it's like a one, two, three, one, two, three. One, mm-hmm. two, it, it looks like she's Ugh. tripping and falling constantly. I hate this, even just hearing the tempo. <laughs> My head cannon is definitely <laughs> doing like Elaine's dance from Seinfeld. <laughs> just like, <laughs> <laughs> but I like it just too. I it's like. A, <laughs> it's a little bit of that mixed with the dancing from Emma Stone in Poor Things. Mm-hmm. So a good five minutes go by of Claire dancing in a field. <laughs> And then another three minutes go by of her also shouting Deacon, <laughs> and nothing happens. She is still dancing while shouting Deacon. Duncan, is he still here? Can you like? Yeah, can I open my my mm-hmm. mind's yeah. eye again? Sorry he's in there. Point. I won't make you roll again. He's in there. He's he's in the gas station. Yeah, he's he's in the he's, he's in, in the, the gas station. He's in the gas station. Well, Duncan's. I think you have to go into the gas station. Wait, I have an idea. I'm going to go in. I mean, wait, I'm going to go in. (laughs) All right. Wait, which one of you said that? Sorry, me? The one you called Duncan raises its hand? Okay. Because, I mean, I wasn't, this body wasn't around. Well, this is weird to kind of think about now that we're like one brain, two bot. Anyways, it's a wild thing. Y'all should try it sometime. This is pretty weird. Wait, hold on a second. Hmm. 
Sorry, I'm going to sow some chaos just because A, I think it's great, and B, I think it's it's actually in character. So while I'm doing this, I can't hear you all plotting to just send Duncan yep. in. So while you're getting ready to do that, I realize that a lot of time has passed and yep. nothing's <laughs> happened. So I just oh, decide no. to start yelling out loud, Deacon, I've murdered Duncan. <laughs> I've decided you were right. I'm here to team up with you. You can check out... <laughs> My credentials, if you like. I think you know who I am and what I'm capable of. This is my dance of deadly victory. <laughs> it's a thing we do Incredible. in this timeline. Does anything happen? Does uh, anything no. Happen? no. So God. Duncan. No. Why not? He's, that was he, very impassioned. Duncan's, please proceed. Yeah, I wonder if he's passed out in the gas station. <laughs> he just might be unconscious yeah. inside. <laughs> Sorry, go on. We're going to get a rope, big long rope, and we're going to tie it around Duncan's waist. Mm -hmm. And then Duncan and Duncan give each other thumbs up, and Duncan puts his goggles on, and he starts very dramatically walking towards the gas station. Okay. And Duncan is like belaying him from the side, letting out a little bit of rope, a little bit of rope, a little bit of rope. Give me a roll to face fear. Okay. My numerology fractured face fear. Yep. How could you do this to me? It is a seven. <laughs> okay. It's going to cost you an essence. Okay. The body known as Duncan moves forward. And Duncan's, the fear is overwhelming. Oh, right. It's the same mind. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. You get the feeling that if it was just Duncan, he would have passed out well before he arrives at the door. But you have a reserve of sorts, of willpower, of determination. And so the Duncan body pushes forward and opens the door to the gas station. Inside, it is dark. There are no lights on. There's like kind of cheap metal shelves that are stocked with the sundry snacks and goodies. There's a refrigerated section. The linoleum is patterned and scuffed. And there's a counter. And draped over the counter, you see a body. I approach. Do I feel a buzzy humming buzzy? Very much so. He's clad in black leather, rough and faded, and you can see a stream of blood flowing down over the packages of chips and Cheetos, spilling out onto the linoleum. Oof. Is he like fully on the counter laying down, or he's like slumped onto it? Laying back over it. Like something hit him and he went backwards onto the counter, maybe? Yeah. Ugh. As you get closer, you can see a massive stab wound that could only be caused by an enormous sword. Oh, fuck. Uh -oh. She killed Deacon? And as you get close, a hand reaches out and grabs you by the scruff of your collar. <coughs> She's going for the bus. <laughs> and Duncan, behind the counter, you see something strange. The door to the office is ajar. And rather than filled with managerial equipment and supplies, all you see is an empty room, two antique chairs, and a small tuft of black, gray, and silver fog. Ay, ay, ay. <laughs> <laughs>